On the farm today, we focus in on insects. Joining me right now is James Tansy, insect pest management specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture. And James, of course, we've been dealing with extremely dry conditions. And when we talk about dry conditions, one insect that seems to go hand in hand is grasshoppers. We've been hearing reports coming out of Montana that they're having a a severe infestation. What are we seeing here? We have uh, four primary pest species of grasshopper in the province. Uh, So that is two-striped packards, migratory and clearwing grasshoppers. Uh, And each of these uh, are are, uh, having uh, uh, minor outbreaks in in different portions of the province. Uh, So we've got uh, relatively good growing conditions in the northeast relatively good growing conditions in the in the in the southeast but relatively dry conditions very dry conditions in 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 a lot of parts of the province uh so this is this is really helping these grasshoppers along and and uh, uh there's a fair bit of spray going down and and some economic damage associated with these grasshopper populations in different parts of the province now how bad a situation is it um anyone that's kind of following what's happening south of the border, has seen just horrific stories coming out of Montana. Yeah, one, one of the big issues with Montana seems to be migratory grasshopper. Uh, so, I mean, we're at the, nor- we're at the, the northern edge of the, uh, edge of the range of that one. And, um, I mean, the reason they call it migratory grasshopper is because it migrates, obviously, and, and it, can, it can fly great distances. Uh, and in big numbers. So it's been picked up on radar and it's, you know, it's descending on, on production areas down there in big numbers, uh, all through the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, American Plains. These are migratory ones that can fly great distances. The wind coming the right direction can certainly bring them across the border, even though no one else can travel across the border, it seems. <laughs> yeah, no, truly. Um, yeah, 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 no, and an important consideration too is is that 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 isn't the only species of grasshopper that we're dealing with. Uh, most of the reports that we're getting are from two-strike grasshopper, uh, and uh, and uh, uh, that seems to be through the through the bulk of the province. Um, this one can also engage in migratory behavior, but it's it's less likely to do so than 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 the migratory grasshopper. But the, yeah, the the dry weather certainly favors that animal as well. So, where are we seeing the hot spots? Well, there's there's areas in the southwest where the crops are pretty stressed from dry dry conditions. So, this coupled with with uh, with grasshopper pressure is becoming an issue. Uh, we're getting a lot of reports uh, in central regions and in the northeast about uh, about localized grasshopper pressure, and I think that's probably an an, an important point as well. And this this addresses your previous question about uh, how widespread the population uh, the, the the problem is. And we do have localized outbreaks, uh, but it isn't a, 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 a you know a wholesale province-wide problem at this point. Um, I, I do have some concerns about continued dry conditions, particularly if they continue into next year, and for population increase. But at this point in Saskatchewan, the, popula- the uh, populations and the problems tend to be relatively localized. There are uh, apparent shortages of uh, control products so, so some of the you know the, the products that are registered for control of grasshoppers in in a number of different crops seem to be in, in relatively short supply um, and it seems I mean there are supply chain issues associated with COVID from from Asia and uh, and and other factors that, that that are working their way into this. Any further information or, or tips that you would like to leave with producers that 
are being challenged with grasshoppers right now? One is uh, know the species that you're dealing with. Um, uh, the different species have different feeding preferences. Uh, so two-stripe tends to like, you know, more lush plants. Uh, um, clearing grasshopper is, you know, primarily a grass feeder. It can be an occasional pro- uh, problem in fa- in, uh, in flax. Uh, also be aware of your uh, your um, your thresholds. So for most crops, 10 to 12 per square meter is your economic threshold or your action threshold on uh, on uh, uh, on these animals. Other crops are more sensitive, lentils and flax in the bowl stage about 2 per square meter. So those are those are probably the two most important points is, is know your species and you can gauge your risk based on that. And uh, and be aware of uh, be aware of your thresholds and where your population is actually standing. That's James Tanzi, the provincial insect pest management specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler.